just off to make a drink. So you've got about five minutes, so you'd better make it quality. Welcome to the Family Bicycle Podcast then. This is Tom and Katie having wild adventures with kids and bikes. It's day five of the lockdown now. I've no idea how many days it's been. It, <laughs> I've literally already lost count. It's hardly been any different really, has it, in most respects? No. I went to the post office again today and everything seems to be just as as normal. But we did push ourselves out last night, didn't we? We had no no natural cause to otherwise. I managed to uh, have an outing today. I'd booked a flu jab and because it was locked down then promptly forgot that I'd booked a flu jab and ended up absolutely pegging it round to the <laughs> pharmacy <laughs> and arriving in a rather flustered hurry. They still sorted you out though, didn't they? They did, they did. So now Fair sporting point. a slightly sore arm. But hopefully we'll not be sporting the flu this week. Well, there could be a lot of people mm. sporting sore arms if uh, what we heard in the news today is uh, successful, won't we? But uh, So we got out last night. Anyway, we got all six of us out. That's the first time in quite some time, actually, isn't it, that we've had all six of us on the road at once? Yes, because we've tended... Whilst lockdown's been on, we've tended to go in shifts. Yes, we have, and there's no reason not to in many regards, is there? But... Um, it was a case of, I, I remember you did say, sort of as we were getting ready, and we did beat 40, I'm sure we beat 48 minutes this time. Yeah, we definitely did. Those of you who were listening last time out, I'm sure we got ready quicker than that this time. But I do recall you saying more than once, as it started to rain while we were getting ready, I don't see the point in this. We're just going out for nothing now. <laughs> but, <laughs> it may have been slightly grumpy. But it, it was a worthwhile outing in the end wasn't it it got us all out of the house the children went off to bed having burnt a bit of energy we had a pot around the town we discovered yet more of our town's wonderful cycling infrastructure that's a euphemism if ever there was one um that is not really usable yeah um this this wonderful idea we have in northamptonshire and wellingborough in particular where you have a dead straight path through a park and you put chicanes across it that you can't get a bike of any size well, or stature well, here's through. here's the measure of it. I, if it wasn't for lockdown, I would be coming home every day on my Brompton and I would be riding parallel to that path on a busy main road. Would I now switch to use that? Absolutely no way, even on a Brompton. No, what, two or three chicanes. There's a narrow bridge, which is wet checker plate over the, the, the brook. And as you come off it, they've put a fence on the far side of the path so you can't even get turned off the bridge properly. Then there's the chicanes and there's desire lines through the grass around them. It's like, well... Any World's of the... most pointless chicanes. If they're there to slow people down, it ain't working because everybody's going around them. Yeah, and any of the vehicles they might have thought they were keeping out of the park, it's like they do work on grass. So... It really is only serving to be punitive against the people that the facility is intended to benefit, and which keeping is just out, preposterous. Keeping out entire sections of the population. Anybody who's riding anything bigger than a standard wheelbase bike is stuffed. Yeah, anyone on an adapted bike, a, a trike. Yeah, you know, not even. We're not talking about like weird and wonderful contraptions. Just everyday things. Oh, although speaking of weird and wonderful contraptions, I did manage to step the back end out on the underwater <laughs> going round one of them. And there was a hole in... That was the other thing. There was, there was a hole on the other side in the in the grass, which I nearly missed in the dark. 
But there we go. And then we had the Ferrari at the school pickup today where some bloke had parked his Volvo right across the pavement with white zigzags for a pelican crossing under one end of his car and yellow zigzags for the school entrance he was 10 foot away from at the other end of his car. And uh, To visit somewhere that's got a car park? Yeah, he just couldn't be bothered to pull into it. But then when I pointed this out... Uh, I was berated for having an argument outside a school in front of the children. And I said, hang on, you're you're driving up the pavement at them, but you're complaining that I'm taking umbrage at that as as being the issue. It was was utterly, utterly preposterous. Now it's the strangest folk and motorists, some of them are quite an entitled... They're quite strange. The trouble is their strangeness... Their strangeness then gets magnified by their vehicle into increased danger, doesn't it? And that's the, uh, you know, the, 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 the bloke proceeded then to uh, nearly reverse into a child to get himself out of the situation he got himself in. So, just ridiculous. But the degree of tolerance people show towards it as well. You know, the other parents were looking at me like I'd landed from the moon that's for challenging the fact that this guy was about to may, flatten their kids. That may have something to do with the fact that they've probably abandoned their cars on the pavement just a little bit further away. Well, there the is school. that, there is that. Anyway, we, we promised listeners to the podcast that Ruth was going to have a go on the rollers, didn't we? We did. And it didn't happen on Saturday. Not not down to Ruth. Ruth, Ruth has tried to go on no, the rollers Ruth's, at all sorts of inopportune moments. Ruth's lobbying has been <laughs> persistent, to say the least. Yeah, she just doesn't pick her moments terribly well, does she? The last time she came and asked me, I was up a ladder, wielding a paintbrush. <laughs> not not right now, Ruth. I no. think how that and in, and in the other news update, the window is back in, isn't it? It is. And working. Hooray, we've reassembled the window. It's November and we no longer have a massive hole in the front of the house. We'll settle for that. Anyway, Ruth did get a go tonight and I couldn't find anywhere I was happy with as a doorway location. So in the end, I did the only reasonable thing and set it up in the middle of the lounge with the toddler (laughs) playing around us. And uh, Rhoda hung on to Bob for just long enough for Ruth to have a go. And she aced it. Go on. Spin those feet, Ruth. Good girl. Bit of juggling. She absolutely. I think we'd better it. let her tell the story for herself. We're going to cut to it. This is this is a first, right, for the podcast. We're going to cut to an interview here. Um, so yeah, so so excitement. We're going to stop talking, and you're now going to hear from Ruth. Tonight, I rode on the rollers for the first time. At first, I thought it was a bit scary, but then I got the hang of it. Basically, you have the rollers, and you can extend it to the right length for your bike. And then all you have to do is put your bike on and get on it. If you need help, look on YouTube for a couple of videos. Those can help you find some top tips and help you get on them. Did you put it next to a wall then or in a doorway or how did No. You... We put it in the middle of the lounge. You put it in the middle of the lounge? Yes. Okay. And then I held you, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. And then you let go of me and I managed to ride without your support. So we just got you riding, didn't we? With me holding you under the arms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and then gradually, it was like when you first learnt to ride, wasn't it? Yeah. I just stood over you and we gradually, I took my hands off for a second or two and then, and you just kept, you've got to keep looking ahead, haven't you? So yeah. how did we do that? What did, what did we give you? So we put on the television and yeah. we watched a film about it and I had to focus on the television. So you just kept looking at the telly and kept riding. How did, yeah. how did it feel? Because I've got to let you in on a secret here, Ruth. Yeah. I can't do it. Really? No, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. And now it's going to be quite hard because you think I, I was stood over your back wheel holding on to you, wasn't I? Yeah. Imagine how big the person is going to have to be to hold me. <laughs> there needs to be think, par six for eight. I don't think that technique's going to work. I think you need seven for eight. Mummy and I are going to have a go, all right? We're, we're going to have a try some point. But what did it What did it feel like? Because I've not done it. You have to pick it up, and the harder you ride, then it's more easier to control the bike and keep it steady, and you have to focus in front of you. But otherwise, you could, you could fall off. If your bike came off... You'd crash. You might set off towards the television. You could end up going through the television, couldn't you? Yeah, so um, on the clip I watched, it's sometimes best to have a pillow for crash landing. That's what that's what GCN <laughs> or a, suggested. Or a person who's twice your size to catch you. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Yeah. So you're going to have another go tomorrow? Yes, and I think I might set my own challenge of riding the rollers every day. You reckon? Yeah. So we're going to need to find you some juggling balls and an inner tube. <laughs> no. Uh, no? You're not? <laughs> I can't juggle. Oh, no, Robert doesn't like that idea either, does he? <laughs> I can't juggle, that's the truth. Fair enough. Right, well, with that, you'd better toddle off to bed because it's getting late. And After I've done my busy. reading and I've had a bath. Well, yeah, exactly. So all this being a legend on the rollers, you've got to go and do all the boring stuff now, haven't you? Oh. Go on, off you trot. We'll speak to you later in the week, all right, Ruth? Yeah. Ruth's had a ball tonight, hasn't she? She has. I couldn't believe how quickly she picked it up. I think having the television in front of her helped in terms of having something to keep drawing her attention, to keep her head up. But I was astonished by how quickly she got her hands off the... Hands off the bars. No, <laughs> she did more we didn't get that out <laughs> I didn't see that. That didn't happen. How I, quickly I got my hands from under her armpits. That was that. And we just used the same technique that we do when we're teaching a child to ride. I just held her under the, under the armpits and just gradually took the hands away. And before she or I really knew it, she was riding the rollers. Which has thrown the gauntlet down, hasn't she's it? She's now saying she's going to ride the rollers every day of lockdown. That was what she said before bed. So now we need to be finding some some toys for her, which she needs an inner tube, set of juggling balls, a handbag. I she was just going to It'll start, be awesome. I thought she was going to start by learning to uh, unzip her jersey. I'll put a coat on. You know, the put, rain put cape. a rain cape on or take it off and put it in her back pocket. Um, she's got to be able to celebrate hands-free. She's got to master all those crucial road skills. Yeah. Bead on placement. <laughs> Feed bag. Can't wait. <laughs> Sticky bottle. Oh, dear. But seriously, <laughs> we've, we've, we've been really blown away by how quickly she got going on that, haven't we? It's been, compared oh. to the torture we had with Thomas and we did my it so much later. mental scarring from my attempts at it as a kid. 
He did it so much later that he'd got far more fear to overcome. He did, he did. He got further to fall, he's heavier. I can understand that. Yeah, being fair to Thomas as well. He's a different... He ticks in a different way and... um, he needs a lot more repetition on, on tasks generally than Ruth does. Yeah, absolutely. On physical tasks. But it's definitely it? thrown the gauntlet down, hasn't it? <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't know yet, but um, I'm fairly oh, sure think... that it might it might add a little uh, impetus to him to get back on the... I think the there are other people watching and uh, having their own thoughts about it as well. But uh, I'm... Including Bob. <laughs> Bob was desperate to get off my lap and at that back wheel. Oh bike, oh bike. Yeah, well, he's tonight. He's had the the leaner toddle bike out, which is a, a a really lovely bit of kit. We didn't use it with the uh, with the girls. We went straight to the Strider. But the little plastic leaner toddle bike that stands up by itself, I think it was. I think it was less than twenty quid. He um, loves it, doesn't he? He absolutely loves it. Even when he's not riding it, he's patting it and very proudly telling you that that's his bike. Well, tonight he's been pushing a bead on round the room, balanced on the saddle of it. While saying brum brum, which is something oh. of a problem. Oh dear, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I think that just indicates speed though, because okay. he's saying it for many things. Fair enough, because I saw him trying to find a bottle cage on it. <laughs> <laughs> and he couldn't find any means of attaching the bead on to the, to the toddle bike. So he balanced it on the saddle and just pushed it along in a sort of strange squat <laughs> behind <laughs> it. But um, make no mistake, yeah, all bike, all bike. We, I think we're going to see some we're going to see some progress from Bob between now and Christmas at this rate. Well. every time we take him outdoors, due to lockdown, he's just overwhelmed with all the new things that with he's seeing. The excitement seeing. of being outside. Yeah, he does more scooting or tries to do more scooting across the living room on his Strider bike than he does when we get to the park because when we get to the park he sees squirrels there's no squirrels in our house (laughs) and dogs and there's there's, you know other people and he's just completely he doesn't know where to look does he no no (laughs) but we take him outside well there we go anyway so big big progress we've all been out as a six piece for the first time in quite some time despite the rain despite the pointlessness of it we even did a nice insta banger out of it as well didn't we I know, and I was the photographer, was, so you had to suck, suck that one because uh, you're normally uh, telling me that the horizon's wonky or I've chopped someone's foot no, off. No, fair, fair play. Um, if you're not following us on Instagram, we are family underscore bicycle on Instagram. Uh, you can find us also on Twitter where we are, family bicycle. And uh, we've been talking this week about issues relating to how we talk about road crashes both the police and the media. I think that's that's one we'll talk about another day because that one's still rolling along. And uh, we haven't forgotten as well, be, please keep tweeting us in your views about what was PE like when you were a kid at school and how, if you're a parent, has that affected the way you look upon physical exercise for your children or how do you think it may have affected other people's attitudes and, and, and what that does for their children's opportunities in, in physical endeavour? Lest we be accused of any unconscious bias, we're also interested in those of you who absolutely loved what you did in school and who are still doing it now and what were the things that made that successful for you? Yeah, we had some really good stories about that. I I think the interesting thing I've seen so far is that quite a number of those accounts of an inspirational teacher got me to do this activity, which I love and I still do, it seems that quite a few of those weren't PE teachers but were other subject matter experts instead 
Um, but I think, yeah, we got a really, really strong reply. I think it was about 1,600 people voted in the Twitter poll, and there's quite a lot of comments still to unpick, but I, th- I think it behoves us to do a proper job on, on that one. So if you've still got things that you'd like to send in and thoughts you'd like to share with us, please do on that one. Um, otherwise, we need to crack on, and tomorrow's a new day. And I dare say we're going to have to find some time and space for some more roller action. If you could just arrange it so it's not while I'm on a conference call for work, I think that would be best for everyone. If you can do a conference call for work from the rollers, there's got to be <laughs> there's got to be something in that. I don't think it's going to be happening tomorrow, though, is it? Uh, that would be no. No, we'll begin the day with our <laughs> usual checking to see whether Thomas has done his Zwift session at school. On the up to school for me to take the girls and we'll take it from there, I think. Good stuff. Well, thank you for listening, as ever. Please don't forget to give us a six out of five uh, wherever you get your podcasts and give us a review. And if you've got feedback about what we're doing, we are still kind of flying quite blind here um, in terms of the making podcast takes. This is what, number four? Yeah, I've lost count of those as well. Number four. We've had some really, really good feedback. And thank you also to the uh, correspondent who sent a message about ideas for changing the position of the grips on our tandem the other day. So people are people are listening. I don't know how many, but people are listening. So thank you. And uh, we'd be really, really pleased to receive your feedback. Is it too long? Is it too short? Is this conversational stuff all right? Do you want to hear more from the children? Probably. Um, but we'll be working on that. Uh, as as the week goes on but thank you to everyone who's listened thank you for people's kind comments we look forward to sharing more with you in the days ahead this has been the family bicycle podcast we'll catch you again soon cheerio family bicycle can i have my drink now